Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. You are listening to Kira's Modern Desk, and I'm your host, Kira Crooms. Today, I am joined by Megan Hopper. Megan is a bookkeeper, military spouse, and mom of three. Megan's goal is to help business owners be able to focus on their passion by freeing up time because she's going to keep your numbers straight. Megan says it is key to know your numbers to be able to know how to move forward in your business. I hope you're ready for today's episode. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we're about to jump in. Thank you so much for joining me, Megan. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. So my audience knows who you are. Give us a little introduction before we get started. Sure. I am a bookkeeper, and that is my CEO title. But by day, I am a military spouse and a mom of three um, who has a passion for numbers and helping others understand their numbers better through bookkeeping in their business. Um, I had this passion to start bookkeeping back in 2015. And I had a lot, I took some courses and I just had a lot of fears that like held me back from like really stepping into that CEO mindset, Um, tried a few different avenues that just weren't the right fit for me. And then in 2021, I decided to start moving forward and open my business. And then I really feel like in January, 2022 is when I stopped dreaming and started doing And I am so grateful for where I'm at now. I would have never envisioned or thought that I would be on podcasts (laughs) talking to people about bookkeeping or creating courses or selling templates or having the amount of clients that I have gained so far. So it's a a blessing. I try to juggle it all at the same time, which is tricky as it is. To be a business owner, juggling everything yeah. as a business a, owner. As a mom and a business owner, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, you the biggest thing, I always feel like people ask me, like, how do you do it? Because I have three little ones. Like, yeah. how do you do it? Like, my response is, I don't have a choice. Like, you just figure it out. You do it. I can't just let my little ones not have guidance. You find a way to give them guidance and direction. And just the same as a business owner, like you find a way to make it work, how to juggle it and how to find that balance. And it is tricky to find that balance sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Uh, but once, you know, my, you just, you do it, you know, there's no other way around it. If you have yep. a desire and a dream, you got to just do it. And I think that's fair because I think we hear a lot. How do you do it as business mm-hmm. owners with kids? But we're not asking working moms, how do you do it? The same way that we're asking business owners, how do you do it? And it's like, I think a lot of times there's this almost negative connotation Mm -hmm. that where it's like, you're a business owner, so you can't be a mom at the same time. And you absolutely can. A hundred percent. If there's a desire placed on your heart, it's on your heart for a reason. And there may be some tough avenues to go through to get to that end result but there is a reason it is there and it's a reason to be pursued and there are there's a lot of tough avenues especially getting started I mean you're kind of like a unicorn in the online (laughs) space because a lot of people they start and they realize it's a lot harder than they thought it would be um I know trust me it's a lot harder than I thought it would be so it's it's coming off as easy but (laughs) I have learned all the the 
like I would love if I could just do bookkeeping and help yeah. people <laughs> in their accounting software and not have to do all the other pieces that go along with being a business owner yeah. and you well, don't realize like you those pieces until you get into it like yeah oh There's... somebody has to send emails somebody has to create content somebody has to track this and that and it's like how do you do it right. we actually have to find those clients right <laughs> yes well it's so funny because you actually mentioned like in the beginning that you do have like now you're building the courses the templates and just FYI I do want to throw it out there that I do work with Megan because I think it will come up and she is building so many amazing things and as a business owner Megan knows the value of outsourcing so I appreciate that um mm -hmm. so these pieces that you're putting together all come yeah. as being a business owner and it does mm -hmm. add more stress right I mean I assume yeah. it's more it's a little bit more stressful than just the bookkeeping end of things right right um I think the first one or two is like overwhelming because mm -hmm. you're like well what do I have to do how do I make it so it looks good how do I market it how do I put an email sequence and all the things but once I have created a couple and outsource for some support. It has helped me to not be so scared to make those new offers, those new templates, um, because once they're done, like it's one of those things where like you want to do something so bad and it's yeah. on that to-do list forever. And you just keep pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. But as soon as you finally take that time to like jump into that one, you look back and you go, well, that was not as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's not so scary. It's not so scary. Just do it. Just focus and get it done. Yeah. And I think, well, I will say you're kind of, I mean, an anomaly because most people are afraid to take that leap and you do that. You have an idea and you're like, you know what? Just going to try it. Just going to go for it. And mm -hmm. I think in part, that's how we're building businesses is taking those leaps yeah. and taking that initiative. And sometimes we do have to be a little bit impulsive mm -hmm. to grow. Yeah, I think a lot of and, people have that fear. And push ourselves a little yeah. bit further. Like there's so many ways to make money online oh. and it's tricky to find the right way that is works for you. Um, but if you can make $5, $10 by yeah. something that you sell and it just sells multiple times or it sells once, who yeah. cares? You made $5 off of that. So um, yeah, just finding a way to make resources that are valuable and can be reused. So that way you're not doing one thing at a time and then really drowning yourself, but creating yeah. those templates that are reusable after you spent the time bu building it. Yeah. And, and seeing them in action too, and knowing that they're helping other people, that's yeah. huge. That's so yeah. gratifying. You know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we talk about the monetary reward and that's great and all, but I think also seeing your product out there and just knowing mm -hmm. that people are benefiting from it. That's yeah. massive. I mean, for sure. Just looking at your DIY bookkeeping template, for example. Mm -hmm. So I had never really, really looked at it specifically. And recently I got a really good look at it and I was like, oh my gosh, like I need this because it actually calculates things for you. It actually yep. tells you what you need to be saving for taxes and the mm -hmm. things that someone like me who isn't good with numbers, thank God for you, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and all of your advice, but because it tells somebody like me mm -hmm. what I probably should be doing. 
Yeah, I tried to make it as easy and user-friendly as possible because Google Sheets can be overwhelming with all the formulas and mapping things. So my goal was to make it as easy of a breakdown as possible with the most value out of it. Um, All of the resources, so it has the estimated tax savings um, for you to be tracking on a monthly basis. It has a goal tracking page where you can go in and set goals for your business and see how it's tracking so far. If say you want to check in halfway through the month and just check in and say, how am I doing so far? What do I need to shift the rest of the month? So that's in there too. Um, There's some tax tips and a mileage tracker and I feel like there's something else, but it's a ton of value packed into one template and it does most of the work for you it's just a matter of pulling your bank statements and inputting the data yeah so that's awesome you have I mean this template that you have is like not so expensive either and Mm -mm. however I will say that you do still have to pull those records which Mm -hmm. for me would I would be like no just do it for me please you know I mean it's great for people who are just starting out I think but ultimately in the long run I do think the investment into a bookkeeper is... I mean, I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of, it depends. The template, yes. You have to still be on top of it and input all of the transactions yourself. Um, But there is value in it. If you are just starting out as a business owner and you're like, I know I should be tracking, but I have no idea how to track. Yeah. That is the resource for you. And when you reach that spot where you are, you know, there's value in knowing your numbers and you are not keeping up with it. That is a good time to get a bookkeeper. Yeah. What I do is I do it all for you behind the scenes. And then I just send you your reports and give you um, some information about how your books look on a monthly basis. So that way you can make those decisions on how you want to shift things. Or maybe you think one offer is going really well. And another offer is actually doing way better, but you have no idea because you're not looking at it. You're pouring so much into offer A. Um, I haven't yet. A lot of things get just clumped together versus Mm -hmm. broken out a lot of the time. Um, But I think it's valuable to know, like if you're pouring so much into one stream and you're like, this is the one, this is what's working, but actually over here is way like, let I'm not doing nearly as much work, but I'm making more money. Like, let's reevaluate how we're doing things. Let's and look it, at our expenses. Let's yeah, look at what we're spending. A lot of times we aren't making as much money as we believe that we're making too, mm-hmm. especially when we are running these businesses on our own. It can yeah. look like I work with systems and I see all of these systems saying financial reports. Mm-hmm. They don't. And- Don't trust those systems for your financial report. Yeah, and those numbers look really good, you know? Mm -hmm. But then when you break it down, you're actually not making what that system is telling you. So I think it's so important to know your numbers. And I I think another thing people like look at their bank accounts and they see that there's money in there. And so they're like, I can spend it. I have money. I'm making money. I can spend this money. Mm-hmm. Well, that money could be allotted for your tax savings that you don't have separated. It could be allotted for an annual fee that's coming up that you have no idea it's coming up and it's going to hit. Um, it should also be part of what you're paying yourself. So if you're just pulling like little bits, little bits at a time to pay yourself, like let's reevaluate that. Let's pay yourself 
on a regular basis, you are actually getting income from your business. And let's keep some money in our business account for saving purposes for things we want to invest in in the future. And I think it's a good way to grow your business as well, because then you can make those investments. And speaking of investments, you did mention that you took some courses starting out. Yeah. So how did that come about? How did you find them and what made you decide that you wanted to do that? So I, way back years ago, I, uh, before I had my daughter, I worked at a bank and I was a teller and I loved the money aspect. And if any, there's an opportunity for me to go back into the workforce, that's probably the avenue I would go. I just loved the money side of things. After I had my daughter, you like start searching on the internet for how you can make money from home. You know, like what are ways that work and bookkeeping kept popping up for me. And so I started just reading about it a little bit more. Um, the military offers a program for military spouses that's oh, called wow. the My CAA program. And there's different certifications that you can get through going through this college course. And at the time they had like a bookkeeping QuickBooks certification. So I got an, it's called an accountant technician certification through that course, basically data entry and understanding some things. And then I found some courses on um, the internet from searching from other people who have started bookkeeping courses. Um, and then, uh, you know, the biggest learning is finally when you jump in full, yeah. full force Isn't that the truth? And, and you learn because I'm still learning, like I, I'm still new in business, but I have learned significantly more in the last two years than I learned seven, eight years ago, because I've put myself into the position to learn more. Um, I also think it's really good to like, get with other people that do the same job that you do. Like there's so much people that maybe fear competition when really community is so much stronger than competition. Um, so one thing I have done is make connections with other bookkeepers and with accountants so that we can ask questions with each other. We shouldn't be doing this business alone. So if you are like starting out on your journey and you're like afraid to reach out to other VAs or other um, social media managers or OBMs or whatever the avenue you're on, don't be afraid. Most people are willing to ask for, willing to give help if you ask them and they're not, you shouldn't see them as your competition. You should see them as somebody you can build a relationship with to make yourself better. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And it's funny you say, because we met in a community in a mm -hmm. coaching community. And I think mm -hmm. that that community was what really drove my business because had mm -hmm. I not joined, I would have felt very, very lonely on this road. Mm -hmm. And we are always learning and it's important to reach out because those people who came before you, that's, what's going to teach you how to do it. Getting yeah. into those communities. That's how we're growing as business owners, as women in general, really. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's so important. And you actually have a community for I do. bookkeepers. Yeah. So I, I am really excited cool. to have this community as a space where we can come and ask questions with each other mm -hmm. and not feel like judged or in a space where these people are so much more experienced than we are that we can't ask these questions that may sound dumb. So my hope and goal is for these bookkeepers and these CPAs that want to be a part of this community is that we can all learn and grow off of each other and not 
come to me just as the one on the coach because I'm not the coach in the community. My goal is for the community to be a resource for all of us, um, to ask those questions, to grow together, to see each other win. And um, yeah, just doing CEO life together. I love that. And you have such a good mindset surrounding it because I know it can be very intimidating coming into the online space and seeing all these people do well and you hear all these big numbers, I'm making this much and I'm making this much and it can be really intimidating. And yeah. I think a lot of people end up leaving. They leave because they feel like they're not, they're not doing it. They're comparing yeah. themselves to all of these other people. So I think, and that's that scarcity mindset that we hear mm-hmm. about so often. So embracing that, you know what, I can do this and I can't, and there is enough for everyone to go around. And saying, you know, I'm going to ask those hard questions from the people who did it before. And I'm going to figure out how to actually grow my business. That's such a healthy way to operate. So I love that. I'm looking forward to seeing it continue to grow and being a resource for bookkeepers and accountants in the future. Yeah. And I'm sure it will. I mean, you've done really well. So, I mean, coming in just like you said, two years ago. Mm -hmm. I can't believe because you've done so well what do you mostly attribute that to like community um I think community is a big part of that um because that's kind of in January 2022 is when I first got into a community and um had some more support so that is definitely where I feel like I started to make those moves once I invested in my business, invested in myself and surrounded myself with other people. Um, my, but I, the biggest thing is just consistency showing up in whatever capacity looks good for you or feels right for you and doing it and staying consistent. Um, finding a way to be consistent. If that means like you're only on social media three days a week. So you're only on social media three days a week. It doesn't make you less of a person or less worthy of being a business owner or anything. It's what feels right and is good for you. So aligns with you and your life. mm -hmm. So just staying consistent, finding what works for you and moving the needle just a little bit every day. Yeah. Is that the advice you would offer for new business owners coming in? Mm-hmm. And for bookkeepers, specifically for bookkeepers, what, yeah, what platforms would you suggest they start, they start on? Because I know bookkeeping is very different than what I do. Yeah. Um, and we're all on Instagram, but are there other avenues that you would suggest? Um, I mostly am on Instagram as well. So that's where I have the most growth done, but there are also a lot of bookkeepers on there. So I understand that. Um, I haven't done much on Facebook just because it's linked to my personal profile and I don't like, like my business and my personal life are separate and I don't necessarily like to reach out to groups on my personal account. Um, but I have heard a lot of people do have success reaching out on different Facebook groups. Um, I am excited to look into LinkedIn a little bit more. I recently had a lead come through there randomly out of the blue and I don't really understand it um, or how it could benefit me. But since it is more of a like professional platform, it might be a good spot for bookkeepers to look into. Um, but so far, I haven't dove into that yet. 
You know, I heard that LinkedIn is supposed to be like the platform of 2023 and people keep saying that and I don't know how to use LinkedIn. Like, I don't know what yes. it is, but it just evades me. Yeah. I feel so stupid when I'm there, but I, keep, yeah. <laughs> I do keep hearing that it's the platform of 2023 and like you, I got to leave there. And I said to her, I was like, how did you find me? She yeah. said, LinkedIn. I'm like, but I just searched for you. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even use it. What do you mean you searched me? Like, yeah. How did you find? I I, I was blown away by that yeah. too. So, um, yeah. That's so funny. Well, maybe we will try to navigate LinkedIn and check back in and let everybody know how it goes. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything else you would like to add before we end? Um, I'm just gonna share a couple bookkeeping tips that I have yeah, for I would love that. Listening. Please. Um, my monthly recommendations for you is to pull your bank statements around the fifth of every month generally your bank statement has been uploaded generally they're monthly some banks are really funky and they end in the middle but pull your bank statement on a regular basis look for anything that looks unusual anything that doesn't look right look for subscriptions that you're paying for that you aren't using Verify that the income that you think in your head is actually the matches income on your bank statement. Um, don't forget that the number on your bank statement for your income is going to be the cash that was deposited and it won't include your processing fees. So those are split up a little bit differently. Um, set aside 30% for estimated sales tax, not sales tax. Like so much. It sounds like so much. 30% <laughs> for estimated taxes and those are paid quarterly once you are set to pay over a thousand dollars in sale in taxes it's not sales tax no sales tax <laughs> um track any mileage you have put your receipts away um yeah those are some and don't forget to pay yourself that's yeah I like the that. most I should, important I, piece yeah because I forgot I mean I, I had asked you before because I didn't know that those taxes you do that after your business expenses. That's something mm -hmm. that I do want to add in there because I didn't know that. I didn't realize. And so that can be a huge difference yeah. in what, so what you're pulling. It'll come from your total income. So your total sales minus your total expenses will equal your net profit. And then you'll take 30% of your net profit to find how much you would owe in taxes. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Uh, because I think, uh, you know, taxes is where a lot of people get really confused. I mean, numbers are confusing enough, but then you add taxes in there and it's like, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know? There's a reason I don't do the CPA legal tax side. I like to just do the data side and give clear pictures because the taxes side is always changing and there's always new things to learn and navigate. So for me, I like to be the bridge in between. Yeah, there's like different um, regulations and stuff every year, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mm -hmm. constantly changing. Yeah. So I know, well, and I think what you do, there's so much value and so many people need it anyway, that once you get into the CPA stuff, it's, yeah, a lot. So I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful that you mm -hmm. do what you do. <laughs> I am grateful to have found where I'm supposed to be and following yeah. that journey as long as it leads me. Do you think that you'll return to the workforce one day? Would you like to, or are you enjoying this? 
I don't intend to. It would be more of a necessity type of thing. Yeah. I've been blessed to be a stay-at-home mom for nine years now. That And my youngest one is two and a half at this time. So I still have a little bit of time before she would be in school. So I my hope and dream in this bookkeeping business is my husband's in the military and I want to retire him when he reaches his retirement time. So that way he can work if he wants to, not because he has to, and that my business will be able to sustain us in between. So I think that's such an admirable goal because you hear other people talk about their goals and nothing wrong. And I'm not knocking anybody when I say it, but a lot of times it's to travel more. It's to just have that income to create a a luxurious life. And instead of it being a family focus. So for me, that's a big deal because I do have a family and a lot of my goals are family focused too. So I really think that's an admirable goal. And especially you don't always hear wives say they want to support their husbands and you go girl. That's huge. He's, he's supported us for a long time. So I would like him to have, give it back and him to just feel like excited to do something he wants to do, not in that. How am I going to provide mindset? Yeah, it was the same for us. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for 11 years before I went back to work in as a mm-hmm. teacher in elementary. And um, <laughs> I'm like, at, at this point, I'm like, when did that happen? How did that happen? Why did that happen? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was a stay-at-home mom for 11 years. And I will forever be grateful for that time because Ryan allowed, he worked. I mean, he really hustled for us to be able to do that and to give to the kids mm-hmm. and so I, I commend you for wanting to give that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I won't keep you any longer, but let these people know where they can find you sure. after they listen. So, um, on Instagram, you can find me at numbers underscore by underscore Megan. Basically, if you search numbers by Megan, hashtag it, you'll find me on any platform. So numbersbymegan.com is my website. Um, most of me, most of my, um, the place you'll catch me the most is on Instagram. So, yes. And you have a website numbers by Megan.com mm-hmm. and you can always email her, which I will put in the show notes. Yep. Yep. Thank I would love so to connect much. with you if you have yeah. any bookkeeping related questions or looking for some more resources. And honestly, she means it. She's so good at giving advice. You guys reach out. Like Mm -hmm. if you need a bookkeeper, this is your girl. Seriously. Well, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for joining me. This is fun. Yeah. And I meant it. She's coming back so we can check in on LinkedIn. That's it for us for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. If so, make sure to give us a follow and leave us a review. And don't forget, go follow our guest, Megan, on Instagram at numbers underscore by underscore Megan. I'll see you guys next week. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, or good night.